to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast, your local business community resource. My name is Denise Heidel. Not only do I serve as your podcast host, but I'm also the executive director of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. On behalf of the Chamber, thank you for listening and for your support of the Chamber business community. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. I am excited about today's episode, but before I introduce our guest, I want to remind you of a a couple of upcoming events. Um, First of all, in February, our chamber meeting on February the 13th, we are going to be celebrating our Sweet 17. So it's going to be an exciting meeting. We've invited all of our past board presidents to come and be in attendance. Um, Our past executive directors will be there. So we've got a lot to celebrate um, 17 years of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. We also have a business after hours coming up on February the 28th. We're going to be um, converging on Sal Valencia's um, office at Edward Jones and get to see um, his workspace. And um, he's looking forward to hosting that event. Um, We also have our new member breakfast reception on February the 29th. And then um, I'm going to go ahead and skip over to April. We have two big events that you're not going to want to miss. The first is going to be April the 20th, Clemens Community Day. We are super excited. This will be our 13th annual event at the Jerry Long Family YMCA. And then we are also bringing back for the second year, Dave Ramsey's Entre Leadership Simulcast. That will be April the 22nd through the 24th. That is an amazing three-day experience. And you may think you don't have three days to commit to Entre Leadership. That's okay. The price point is low enough that even if you only attend for a day, you are going to get something out of that. So um, I hope that you are paying attention. We have the weekly email that goes out highlighting the upcoming events. But of course, you can always go to lewisville-clemens.com to check out the calendar. We're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to recognize one of our sponsors, Marzano Capital Group. Hi, this is Mike McGilvery, financial advisor and partner at Marzano Capital Group in Clemens. We are privileged to serve this great community. And we strive to help our clients by building wealth management plans tailored to their specific goals. Consistent client communication is the cornerstone of our process, and we hope to add value to your financial planning needs. Once again, thank you to Marzano Capital Group for their support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. So today, I am joined by Susan Campbell with South 23 or South 23rd. Did I just say it wrong? South 23rd. Yes. South 23rd. All right, Susan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I am excited to talk to you because this is not just an entrepreneur, ladies and gentlemen, this is a mover, a shaker, an inventor, and just she's an all around amazing person and a great addition to our chamber. So Susan, thanks again for being with me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I have to be here. Tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit about what you've done and what led you to this, this new business venture. Wow. Uh, well, my background <laughs> definitely didn't lend to, to find myself in this position. Uh, I was a stay-at-home mom for years and uh, did multiple different sales opportunities. Uh, over the last few years, I worked as a, as the last seven years, I was actually an optician 
So I got to feeling that, that I needed to do something different. I needed to change. And we were at a different place in our lives where our children were getting married. And um, I, I tapped into something that I've always loved and that's decorating. So I'm always looking at uh, decorating magazines. They're always floating through our house and I'm, I'm always trying to see how I could replicate a look or just, um, I just find it very interesting. It's one of my hobbies. Wonderful. Well, you, I, I mean, I'm not going to have the video in the podcast, but y'all, her kitchen's gorgeous. So let me just say, um, thank you. Really has an eye for design. So I want to talk a little bit about your product, but I want to ask you first about your business name, because obviously I butchered it at first, South 23rd. What made you decide on that business name? Oh, no, it's totally good. Uh, So South 23rd is actually the street that my husband and I bought our first home in um, back 30 years ago. We bought our first house. We've been married for 30 years. Wow, that just kind of dates me. And I think that's what's so interesting about this particular product is that it's it's given me a new um, opportunity to do something different. I've taken care of everyone else. I've followed, we've lived all over the country. I've followed my husband's career. And when I came up with this idea, I it was really kind of neat because I got to do something that was completely my passion. So decorating is a lot of fun for me. But what's interesting is the idea came to me because I was looking at a a magazine and I noticed that there was this adorable family that was being showcased. They had just refurbished and renovated this beautiful home. And it was, it was beautiful. And then the family was adorable, but what the photographer had done was they had showcased these um, boxwood shrubs on the front of the sidewalk and they were wrapped in burlap well, that got me thinking because I was thinking, well, that's that's nothing new. I know florists have done that for years. However, what if we were to just be able to do something like that with any other fabric? So my my idea and the concept is actually to make the fabrics or the look that you would have on the inside of your home just spread out to the outside of your home. Because in the South, we love to sit outside. It just becomes a part of our extra living space. So that was my real drive. I was trying to find something that would allow us to just take that outdoor space and just extend our living space. Well, I've I've seen your product. And for those of you who haven't, um, I really encourage you to go check out Susan's website, south23rd.com. I love the name behind it. I, I think that I'm such a sentimentalist. So that just speaks to my my emotional, sentimental heart. Um, but if you've not seen these plant covers, what she has done, this is this isn't just a um a new a pot, it, it, it truly has, it's elevating um, the pot that's already there that frankly, honestly, I think they look more cute than some of the, <laughs> you know, little planters you might buy at the hardware store. So what are the benefits of the plant covers? What, it, what, I'm not a plant person because I, I, I have, a, I don't have that green thumb, but I, I love them and I, I admire them so much and I've, I've seen what you do and it looks so good. Thanks. Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. What really um, 
what is the saying? Necessity is the mother of invention. So really this kept happening for us. I would go to the nursery. I'd go to a home improvement center and find myself buying all of these plants. And it was really exciting. I'm these flowers are gorgeous. I'll take them home. I'll replant them. I'll either put them in the ground or I'll put them in the pots that I have at home. And then we would find ourselves um, getting busy. Our whole lives are busy. Uh, everyone's life is busy. And I would find myself uh, behind schedule. And before I knew it, my husband would be coming to me just moments before we were expecting guests. And he would say, Hey, um, we have guests in 10 minutes. What do you want to do with all these potted plants out here? And they were in their ugly landscaping pots. They were never intended to be shown like that. So, and I would say, oh, I'm going to replant them. I'll replant. He's okay. They're going in the garage for now, which is really frustrating because when you go to replant a plant, you're going to have to buy another pot or buy dirt or whatever else you need to take care of that. So this product allows you to take that pot directly from the nursery, directly from the home improvement center, and then just place it directly into it. And it gives you an opportunity of having a high-end look like a high-end pot. So that was the other thing. Um, I was fortunate enough to find some patterns and some prints that would lend to that look of a high-end de decorating magazine. Mm -hmm. That's really where this went. So if you're looking for something that's different and unusual, this is something that you might be interested in. Yeah, because they really, they really are very stylish. I think I, the first thing I said to you is they reminded me of a Kate Spade design. Mm -hmm. um, you mm -hmm. know, so they're, they're very, very pretty. Um, one of the things that I have found really interesting about your business, as we've talked over the last few months, and I've gotten to know you better, is your commitment to using as many local resources as possible. Can you elaborate on that and talk about that a little bit? So it's really important to me uh, to try to keep this stateside. Uh, we were in the, in the very beginning, I, I've, completely had to start from scratch. And it was really um, a challenge to try to figure out what the steps are. There were lots of amazing people. Once I started making the phone calls and getting uh, some people on the other line that were willing to share how to do something, which you should look for, how to figure out how to get a prototype. And they would refer me to things. So I landed actually with... Um, I landed with a cut and sew that's in Asheboro, North Carolina, and we've become, I would consider them friends, honestly, because they've been so good to me. And uh, initially when I had um, taken my, my product to them, they could see that it was an act of love. <laughs> I had to teach myself to sew. So I just had this concept in my head and I was so excited about it. So when I went to them, I came back and they said, okay, well, we're going to need a real prototype. So one thing led to another, lots of phone calls, but back to your, your question, I really want to try to keep it stateside. It's really important to me. I want to be able to uh, communicate with my, my manufacturing partners. So with that, it has a plastic support inside of it, and that is being supplied by my partner in Boone, North Carolina. So we've managed to keep all of that. Right now, we're in the discovery phase uh, with Glen Raven Umbrella, and that is another American-made fabric. So 
just want to keep it stateside just because I'm very fortunate to be in this textile environment in North Carolina. And uh, it's amazing how many uh, people are here to uh, help. It's just kind of a, it's, it's an industry that I've never been involved in, but so many great things have been happening here. Well, what I what I love about that is so many companies are zigging to international market and you are zagging to support local. And I, I think that that is a really, really commendable step that you're taking. And, um, you know, and I hope that that pays off for you because it's it's a wonderful asset to say that, yeah, this is an American made, not just American made, but this is a North Carolina made product. And right. That, that's right. something very, very special to brag about. So kudos to you, my friend. So you. when you've utilized these local resources, um, how have they helped you to get it to market? So um, it, it gave me a little more control. I was able to get to my manufacturing partners and actually act on things a little faster. If I were working with an international partner, I would have to worry about customs and shipping, all of that. That's a whole nother level. Um and to be quite honest with you, I was a little nervous about dealing with things overseas because I didn't know anything about that. At least I spoke the language if they were close by. So I, it was really, it was really, that was one of my drivers, honestly. That's awesome. Well, tell me, you know, because again, you know, your, your brand of business, you're not just hey, I want to open a business. You're literally developing the product you sell as we speak. So um, remind me, you you developed these, what, about a year ago? Yes. Okay. So I launched it in August of 2023. And I, because I am uh, made in North Carolina, my price point doesn't lend to me to do wholesale just yet. So that has been a really really big thing that I'm out here trying to meet people through networking and joining chambers and uh, doing Christmas and holiday shows. This weekend, I'll be attending and uh, participating in the Carolina wedding shows. The thing about this product is it has so many potential channels that it could be used. It's brand new to the home decor space. There's nothing quite like it out there. And the fact that it's so different, it really... It, it just allows you to use your imagination, if you will. So if you wanted, it comes in three sizes and two different pattern prints. But uh, the biggest concern has been what other things can you do with it? Well, there's been a lot of folks that have come back to me and just given me a plethora of ideas. So it was intended and designed and developed to be with outdoor fabrics and outdoor plants People have shown me and sent me pictures of how they're using it for other uses. Uh, well, like what? So I had a, a customer send me some pictures over the holidays. She took her ice bucket and placed it in the small one and oh, put it on her super. holiday island for her parties. I've had folks tell me they're going to use them for uh, to hold toys for their pets or their children. That's what my it's mom was going yeah, <laughs> just different looks. And um, you could always, because it is black and white, it is a classic look. And you can add ribbon around the center. You could add a big bow. Uh, 
that was going to be my concern or my conversation that this next uh, weekend when I am at the wedding show talking to new brides. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about, I just recently married off and in March, it will be a year that we just recently married our son and daughter-in-law off. And then before that, nine months prior, that was our daughter. And the thing about it is that there's no bride that wants to match her friend's wedding. They all want to be different, but there's only so many colors in the world. So oftentimes you, you find that things are trending one color or they're trending another color, but this allows your bride or your friends or your family or you to be different and to stand out. And so that's one of the things I've mentioned in my social media. If you want to be unique, you got to do things a little differently. And this is doing things differently. Well, it is such a neat product. And going back to, you know, I know we were just talking about weddings, but honestly, you were talking about entertaining. I mean, what a great hostess gift too. You know, we often take a plant, you know, as a hostess gift, but let's elevate it. Let's put it in one of a South 23rd, you know, um, plant pot and, and take that as a hostess gift. And I mean, definitely a conversation starter as well. So in the process of the last year, what has been the biggest lesson you've learned about product development? Oh, goodness. The biggest lesson. Uh, there's been so many lessons. And the whole thing has been a big lesson. All the iterations. Uh, I think the biggest challenge was... Uh, trying to work through social media. I know that sounds very strange, but honestly, before I got into this business, I wasn't a big social media person. That has been a real challenge for me with this product because I'm trying to figure out how to reach uh, an audience that might show uh, or have some interest in this product. It's It's not something everyone loves, but it is absolutely something that everyone can use. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely an element of business development that would be a little foreign to me as well. I'm, I'm not a big, I'm not a big social media, um, user myself anymore. I used to be, but the rules keep changing and I can't keep up with it. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, you know, the resources that you have at the chamber and I've used some of our chamber members to help me with this hurdle and it, it was tremendous. Uh, You just get, you just have to find the professional, right? My dad always said, you can't meet a man at his own trade. And that's the truth. So I went to, I went to the people that that can tell me how to do it. (laughs) So Um, that's, that's really been my most recent pain (laughs) is the social. Well, I mean, I know you have a target audience, but how did you define that? Especially as you're launching, not just a business, but a physical product. How did you define who your target audience would be? Well, my avatar would be me. Honestly, I'm that person that uh, likes to shop at boutiques. I'm the person that likes to go to these interesting uh, fairs or uh, holiday shows where I could find things that are interesting and different. I don't want to look or be like somebody else. I want to have something that's a little different that might get a little bit of chatter. I'm not really out for the chatter. I'm just looking out for just being an individual. Mm-hmm. So that avatar was me. And I knew that if I could find someone 
And I know there's plenty of me out there because there's plenty of people. I know subscription rates for all of the magazines like Southern Living and Frontgate and, and Ballard's and Veranda and Cottage Home and all of these amazing magazines that that I always am looking through. So if it's out there, I'm not the only person they're selling to. So I know that that person's out there. I, it, the challenge is, is trying to figure out where they are on social media. That's been, that goes back to that challenge. Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, you kind of already answered my next question, which is your strategy for getting this product to market. You are using social media, um, which is actually a great idea, you know, because I mean, I've said this before, again, I'm not a big social media user myself, but you know, gone are the days where you built a website and hoped people found you. Social media allows you to go find them. And so mm -hmm. it is a great vehicle for what you're doing. That's right. That's right. And uh, but you can't just put all of it in one space. Right. So that's where the chamber networking events have been really instrumental. You just you're never sure who that person at that networking event knows. Right. So becoming those um, becoming that person that they can trust and connect with has been instrumental. I've had lots of great leads and connections, people telling me about other events, other opportunities to get for, in front of potential customers. So that's been really huge. I've been really grateful to um, the Louisville Clemens Chamber. I, I feel like it's been a really great investment and look forward to continuing with this with this team. Well, I'm very thankful to you because to me, you're you're like one of the poster childs of, of <laughs> what a new chamber member should do. You know, you jumped right in and, um, you know, I mean, I, you've heard me say it a hundred times now. You get out of the chamber, what you put into the chamber and you are proof in the pudding of that that's right now because you know you've already developed a lot of close relationships a lot of people are watching you and excited for you and it it's um you know you've also heard me say if you will get involved in network in six months these will be your unpaid sales force and you've got people who are championing you and really looking forward to your success so tell us how we can contact you um okay so the best way to reach me is probably through my website uh, and through the website is an email or a contact form. So there's, you can reach us on www.south23rd, that's S-O-U-T-H-2-3-R-D.com. And there is a link there. If you have any questions, you can always order through there. And then uh, my my Instagram is at South23rd. And then my Facebook is South23rd. So catch me on any of those platforms. I'm also on Pinterest. Wonderful. Try to post on there pretty often. Well, I'm very, very thankful to you, Susan, for joining me today. I'm super excited about what you're doing in our business community. Not only, like I said, because you're bringing a new business to the table, but your innovation with a new product, it's really inspiring. And I've really loved hearing your story. I've loved getting to know you over the last few months and learning more about how you you saw a need and you, you weren't just thinking, oh, I hope somebody comes around and invents this someday. You said, nope, I'm that somebody. I'm yeah. doing it. And I just love that. I just love that entrepreneurial drive I see in you. And I know you're such an inspiration to others in our chamber. So thank you for all you're doing, Susan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So that is a wrap 
for this edition of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. Make sure you're staying in touch with us and, of course, visiting us online at louisville-clemens.com. Until next time. Once again, thank you for listening to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. The Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce is a member-focused business community. I invite you to learn more about the Chamber by visiting our website, louisville-clemens.com. And while we're in the world of audio, it's time for the fine print. Everyone has an opinion, but in this case, the views and the opinions stated in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors. So now that you've been appropriately advised, let me remind you that this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of the Louisville Clements Chamber of Commerce. Thank mm-hmm. you.